The Joker by Scott Leopold. Abandoned house, Beach Grove, Indiana. Surrounded by flames, I sit with the barrel of the pistol in my mouth, its metallic shaft resting on my tongue. I want to feel what it's like to kill myself. Removing the cold steel from my lips, I pull out three photos and a piece of paper from my back pocket. The first photo is of Brooke and me sitting on the couch, embracing each other. We were in college. Her head was in my lap. We were clearly in love. The picture becomes blurry as my eyes turn into a swimming pool of lost memories. The next picture is of Sawyer at his baptism. With his bottom and legs exposed, Father Ted is baptizing him. And last, there is a family picture with Mickey Mouse at Disneyland. It was the last time we were together as a family before Brooke filed for divorce. The expression on my boys' faces was priceless. Like a dream, they were oblivious to reality. I then unfolded my final divorce decree, my eyes focusing on the signature date, December 31st, 2015, our wedding anniversary, exactly 13 years. It was now six months after Brooke filed for divorce. In Indiana, there's a statutory waiting period of six months before a divorce is final. They do this to slow down the process, to make you think about your decision. All it does is prolong the pain. This provoked me to remember my last memory of Brooke a memory I wanted to disappear. I am sitting in a chair with my legs and arms tied behind me. Brooke is standing in front of me. Her knees are shaking and she is pointing a handgun at my head. She gulps for air as she cries hysterically. You did this to me. She starts then stops, interrupted by her need to breathe. Mascara is oozing down her cheeks. Her eyes are puffy with dark red circles around them. I was never good enough for you. Taking the handle of the pistol, she lightly taps the side of her head as she bites down on her lip. I know about Tyler. I shout as the image of him with Brooke burn a hole in me. So what? You push me away. What do you expect? I want to hurt him. I don't love you, Jack. I never loved you. I don't know what to say. My already broken heart is shattered. You made me a whore, she starts. Yes, that's right, a fucking whore. And you know what? I like it. Stop, I scream. I let two strangers fuck me in the bed where you once slept, she murmurs. Stop, I yell again. It was easy. I even fucked your best friend. I can't stop crying. I look up at Brooke, begging her to shoot me. But I want out of this fucking hell. I want my kids out of this hell, she yells. What did you do, Brooke? I shout. Please don't tell me you. I did what was best for them. They belong with me. My body collapses in on itself. I'm sitting, but I can feel my legs losing their strength. I become lightheaded. Glaring at Brooke, I yell, No! The sound of the shot fills the air. Brooke drops to the floor in front of me. I black out. 
The sound of the black lab cowering by my side brings me back to reality. I know I should hate Brooke for what she did, but this was my fault. I murdered my family without even knowing what I was doing. I can hear fire trucks as I point my pistol at the dog. My eye sockets swell with emotion and my heart sinks in my chest as I pull the trigger. My ears are ringing from the blast. I get up and walk over to the mirror that's shattered into little pieces like a spider web. I look at my distorted reflection. For a split second, I see the little boy I once was. I punch the mirror, trying to make him go away, but he won't leave. He's glaring at me with the same disappointment my mother once did. I punch the mirror again. My knuckles are bleeding. I can't make the boy disappear. Grabbing a piece of the broken mirror, I put it to my cheek. Is this what you want? I scream. I press hard until I see blood. Do you want me to smile and pretend I didn't kill my family? I slice down to the corner of my mouth, exposing my flesh. I hate you! I shout. I stick the piece of the mirror into the other side of my mouth. I slice downward to the other corner of my mouth, creating a permanent smile. I laugh uncontrollably as the image of the little boy disappears. Throwing the blood-stained chunk of mirror on the floor, I wipe my mouth, smearing blood across my face with dignity. My veins become cold as my heart rots. I have become what I was meant to be, a killer. I can hear a tapping sound in my head. I beg it to stop, but it won't. Overcome with numbness, I no longer want to know what it feels like to kill myself. Instead, I yearn to know something much more dangerous, much scarier, but also much more natural. I long to know what it feels like to kill someone else, and I know this feeling won't go away until I find out. There's no turning back.